All the best music, sports, and podcasts right now on FAULradio.com. Hello, my loves, and welcome to the second episode of the Emirates Podcast. My name is Alia Thompson, and I'm going to be your host, and I'm so happy to be back with you guys for another week. Um, just want to start off by saying I'm so happy with all the support that I've gone with the first episode, the amount of text messages and phone calls and just words of affirmation I've been getting from friends and family about starting this new journey has been something so heartwarming. Honestly, I know the whole entire uh, first episode was talking about your fear of looking stupid is holding you back and feeling like you won't have anyone there in your corner to help you with it, but to just go and do it. And seeing that I can have this testimony in just the second episode of how much love and support I've been, you know, blessed with when starting something that I've always wanted to do. It's it's so nice and it's so it's so refreshing to see. I know I had a phone call with one friend the other day. And we were on the phone for like two hours and something like that. She was just telling me how proud she is of me and how much what I said resonated with her. And I had copious amounts of conversations like this with other friends and like family members. And it makes me really happy. Also, shout out to my baby cousin. She's not really a baby. (laughs) She's graduating high school soon. But shout out to my cousin Olivia. She texted me one night and she was like, hey, when's the next episode coming out? And I'm like, oh, I usually record every week, every two weeks. Like, why? What's up? And she was like, I really liked it. I'm looking forward to the next one. Like you're the only podcaster I can really sit through. And honestly, hearing that from a a younger family member, it means a lot. Honestly, it does. It, It filled me with a lot of pride and I was very proud of myself. I was very happy about it. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you can hear me smiling through the mic, but... Hey man, it is what it is. Um, again, the Instagram for the podcast is at Emerensis Pod. So the name of a podcast with pod at the end of it. You can find a lot of BTS behind um, behind the scenes, videos and everything of the such. And you'll be able to be the first ones to know when an episode is coming out. And as soon as an episode drops, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everything that you can think of. Well, so without further ado, here's episode two, 19 Things I've Learned in My Teens. Yes, it's a really cute title, okay? You can think it's corny, but I think it's really, really cute. 19 Things I've Learned in My Teens. Let's get into it, right? I won't waste your time, okay? Number one, you don't have to have it all figured out. You have purpose in every season. So growing up, I felt like I had to constantly be going and going and going and going, and I had to always be the best absolute version of myself. And honestly, that's toxic. To have those types of expectations on myself and my growth. It's something that, you know, it's not the healthiest for yourself, especially in your developmental years. Like being such a young teen and just a young child, like in general, having these high expectations that, oh, I need to do this. I need to be this. I need to be this, this and this for other people. Not even considering myself, just thinking like I need to be a good daughter. I need to be a good friend. I need to be a good cousin, as like an aunt, a sister. I have to be all these things at just such a pivotal age every single day. It was starting to take a toll on me. And I think this was when COVID hit. I really had to take a step back and be like, you know what? But I need to take time and I need to like slow down, right? I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't need to know exactly what my next move is going to be every second of the day because that's just going to create such anxiety in me. So not having it all figured out and understanding that I have purpose in every season of my life that I'm in. So one season, I'm like an amazing daughter, right? I'm doing everything for my family. Everything's going good. Another season, I'm focusing on solely myself. I'm focusing on my mental and physical health. I'm always in the gym, always doing this. One season, I'm like in my in my studious bag, you know, like I'm getting all my A's. I'm studying. I'm doing everything I need to do. And it's 
I just want to reiterate that you cannot be everything at once and that is okay. All right, I'll say it one more time. You do not have to be everything at once and that is okay. I know that a lot of us overachievers or a lot of us first gen kids that are in college right now, we feel like we have to do everything and more. We have to move mountains. We have to do everything to make everyone proud of us and try to even make ourselves proud of us. And by doing that, we sometimes overcompensate. You don't have to have it all figured out and it's okay. You're so young. You have a lot of life left to live, right? Number two, you don't have to rush to be independent. And this one was a hard pill for me to swallow. <laughs> really hard pill for me to swallow. I grew up very hyper-independent, um, mainly because that's how my mom kind of raised me and like my sister and kind of my brother. She raised us to be very self-sufficient. And honestly, I think I kind of carry that narrative for myself uh, for a lot of my life, especially like in my late teens and like where I'm at now. I kind of had this pride in being very self-sufficient, very hyper-independent that like I didn't let anyone help me. I didn't, you know, open up to anybody. But it's like in reality, humans, we're very social creatures. We need people. We depend on people. We depend on our relationships and our loved ones to really just, you know, get through life. We're very lonely creatures. We thrive off of relationships and you can't do everything by yourself. You can't. You simply can't. Um that's why you do not have to rush to be independent i know a lot of us we come from pretty difficult like home environments and stuff like that so we want to get out we want to get a job we want to get our house we want to move far away we want to do good in college and that's amazing that's great to have that drive it's great and to push for it it's amazing but if you have a support system if you have a genuinely good support system whether that's family or like your friends or like distant family or just even yourself it's okay to lean on them all right Number three, how your life feels is so much more important than how it looks, right? You see, especially on TikTok and Instagram, you see a lot of people our age. Well, like I'm 19, right? 19 things I've learned in my teens. Such a cute title. I don't care about it. I'm going to rave about that. But I see a lot of 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 18-year-olds, and like they're in different stages of life than I am, right? I see like a lot of influencers my age, like on TikTok and everything like that. And they have like a bunch of money. They have like their own houses. They bought their parents' houses. They're driving cars that they probably didn't even have their driver's license for more than like a year yet. You know, like having these like luxurious things, posting about everything on social media. And it's like, it really leaves you wondering. It's like, are they happy? You know what I mean? Maybe they are. Maybe they really genuinely are. But it's just like how your life feels is so much more important than how it looks because you could have it all. You genuinely could. But are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Do you like are you going home? Like when you go home at night, is there somebody that loves you waiting for you? You know what I mean? I saw I forgot his name, but it was this TikToker. He was doing a podcast as well. And he was taught. He had like a guest on and the guest was saying how like he's very successful. He made a name for himself. He's this, this and this and brings up six figures like a month or something like that. But he's lonely. You know what I mean? His like entire life looks amazing on social media. But when he gets home at night, he's lonely. He doesn't have like a significant other. He doesn't have kids. He just goes home to an empty house. Right. So how your life feels is so much more important than it looks. Number four, chosen family is one of the most wholesome forms of love you'll experience. And I say this with so much love in my heart. I know I love my family dearly, 100%. But there was like a rough patch in my childhood where I felt very lonely. I felt like I was going through everything alone. I felt very cold to the world. And that's my truth. I've been through a lot of things and it made me really cold and made me very distant. And I think it was really like ending middle school 
going into high school when I was really getting better at that and letting people in. And when I tell you that having like a found family, like having, you know, friends I call sisters, having friends I call brothers, it's such a beautiful thing. And like to be able to just lean on them and they just like genuinely just take care of you. And they come from such a genuine place of wanting to see you grow and prosper and like just wanting to see you do good it's such a good feeling and I'm over here smiling as I'm talking because like there's I'm recounting some people in my life that generally always make me feel loved and I don't know like even in college just having like found family here in college like I can generally say that like I found people that I feel safe with and I just would love to grow with for a very long time so shouts out to them um what number was I on <laughs> oh number five this is the time for making mistakes and this is the best time to learn right? Um, a lot of my viewers, a lot of everyone that's listening, we're in like our late teens, very early 20s or even mid 20s. I know some of you guys are in your mid 20s or even like older. Hi, mom. Shout out to mom. My mom um, listened to the first episode of the podcast last week. That's insane to me. <laughs> and she was very supportive. So also just shout out to my mom. I don't know how she figured out how to work Apple Podcasts. Amen. There's this one saying that she said, she's like, I'm old, but I'm not cold. You know what I mean? So she's like, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So just to reiterate that there's a lot of people from a different walks of life right now. A lot of people that are different ages and it's okay to make mistakes, right? Especially if you're younger, this is the time to make mistakes. If you pick the wrong major when you go into college, that's fine. Switch it to something that you like and figure out what you like. If you messed up a relationship or something like that, okay, take accountability, learn from it, do better for the next relationship. And everything under such. If or like even smaller things like that too. Like say if you're just starting to cook, right? You're learning how to cook and you burnt your eggs, right? Let's take a step back and be like, hmm, what can I do better to make sure that these eggs taste better when I cook them next time? Here's a tip for how I make my eggs. Um <laughs> put two eggs in a bowl, you know, put some seasoning in it. I like to put some pepper, some paprika, a little bit of oregano. Um, you know, a little cup of salt as well, and then put a little bit of milk. I personally use almond milk. It's really good. Stir it up. You know, I put butter in my pan when I cook my eggs, just a little bit of butter you need in it, and then put that on medium heat, you know, put the eggs in, put the yolks in, you know, give it a little stir. It's really yummy. It's really good. There you go. That's how Aaliyah makes her eggs. <laughs> but going back, um, this is the best time for making mistakes and it's the best time to learn from them. Use this time and use the mistakes to learn. I know in the first episode, I talked about like making mistakes and growing from them and not being afraid of failure, right? Use this time in your life to not be afraid of failure, but to go out and do something. And even if you do it wrong, at least you did it, right? Even if you failed, at least you took that step and you did it. <laughs> okay number six this is actually a kind of funny one walking every day really does make you feel better and I can attest to this I know we've all heard once in our life like if we're like really stressed out or like we're mad or something like that or even if like any of you that are in therapy right now your therapist would be like go for a walk it'll make you feel better and that rage that you would just feel when someone's like what do you mean go for a walk I'm going through x y and z and you're telling me to go for a walk are you mad are you insane right so <laughs> I'm in college now I live on campus and um I don't really drive up here because everything is so close so I'll walk to class and I have like kind of morning early morning classes early afternoon classes so I'll walk from my apartment to my classes and it's about like a good like 20 minute walk 
And honestly, I feel so good. I feel so prepped for the day. I use that time to just like listen to music. I use that time to go just go over things in my head or like talk with my mom. She she'll usually call me in the morning as I'm walking to class. And just like use that time and I feel my body just so much more ready for the day. Like really walking every day is such a big difference. And if you don't like walking outside, um a lot of my a lot of my gym goers, my fellow gym goers, just use the treadmill. I know a lot of you guys hate cardio and you guys think cardio is a scam and everything like that, but at least get like a five minute walk in. You'll feel really good or do a five minute walk outside or even just stop using the elevators, right? Like if you don't have to go up like a bunch of flights, just take the elevator. There's nothing crazy. Not No, don't take the elevator. Take the stairs. <laughs> it's way better. I have a friend. She hates the elevators. Just scared of elevators. And she'll always want to go on the stairs. I think one time she parked on like the third, fourth floor of the parking garage. And she made us walk on all of the flights of stairs to get to her car. <laughs> and we were like, Camille, you're actually insane. And she was just like, I don't like elevators. You're getting your steps in. I don't care. I don't know why you're complaining. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to say that ever since I started walking every day, uh, I started really liking it. I just feel better in my body a little bit. It like gets me more prepared for the day and I feel better for what I'm about to tackle, you know? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Camille. Um, <laughs> number seven, surround yourself with people that motivate and inspire you. So I know like your mom has told you at some point that you are the company you keep, right? Like you've had a, like you've had bad friends or something like that. And she's like, you're the company you keep. You can't keep hanging around these people. She's right. You, I believe that you are the company you keep. You could be like a great person. You know what I mean? Amazing. Donate to charity, you know, take care of your sick grandma, everything under the sun. But a lot of the people are going to judge you by the friends that you have in your circle. It's, it's true. It's a sad truth. And honestly, they can start rubbing off on you. So have people that motivate you, have people that inspire you. I know there was a talk. I talked to somebody before, this was a while ago, and they told me that they liked surrounding themselves with people that they knew was like not as smart as them. And I was like, why? It was like, this was like a long time ago. This had to be like mid high school. And they're like, well, like, I just like feeling smart and stuff like that. And then like, I looked at them and I was just like, but what do you get from that? You know, like, what do you gain from that? Like, are like, are you growing in yourself? And this is when I was really starting my self-growth journey. And I was really, like, learning about that, doing all the shadow work and, like, learning about, like, the company that keeps really makes or breaks you. And I was just like, well, what, like, what do you get from that? Like, why is it like a... And I looked at them. I was like, is it an insecurity thing? And they're like, what are you talking about, insecurity thing? Like, you're so desperate. I'm just like, hey, man. And then they called me. This was, like, probably, like, what, like, a year or so later. And we were catching up because we haven't talked lately. And they're like, Aaliyah... It was definitely an insecurity thing because now uh, they were like a year ahead of me because they went to college before I did. And they're like, oh, I'm like with people now and I did a lot of growth and stuff. I started therapy <clears throat> because of you. And honestly, like I'm around better people than I was before and I feel way better about myself. And I felt that with myself, too. Like I um, kind of surrounded myself with like, you know, like funny people, da, da, da. but it's just like, I didn't really feel motivated or inspired to do better and want better. Well, no, I did. I did always want better. I'm lying to you right now. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> I didn't want to stay stagnant in that. So definitely surround yourself with that people that motivate and inspire you and like on a daily basis, people that push you friends that want better for you, or like you have friends that are doing such amazing things. And that makes you want to go for what you want to do. You know what I mean? Um, number eight, let people flow in and out of your life, right? And this goes back to experiencing them for a season. 
And honestly, I generally feel like friendship breakups are way harder than relationship breakups. It is because you have a deeper level of vulnerability with a friendship. And especially like this is something I also want to talk about, like female relationships, like female, female relationships. Those are so deep and so intimate and so like vulnerable, like to like such an insane level. So when you have like a friendship breakup like that, like that hurts, like that stings, especially if like me personally, like being somebody that's not like not I don't want to say not capable but not but that's not prone to being very vulnerable it's very hard when like somebody that you thought was gonna be like your end-all be-all just something happens you know bad blood happens and then boom they're not in your life anymore and I just want to say that's okay right it's okay to get attached to people because like if you love hard you love hard okay but let people flow in and out of your life and experience them for a season how i started looking at it it's like okay say i have a friend right now we're gonna call friend a right um we meet in college da, da, da. we're great we're amazing we're like with each other every single day da, da, da. and then say like maybe like two years down the road we go like our separate paths that's okay. I experienced them for that season. I learned from them and everything like that. And say I have friend B that I've known since like, what, seventh, eighth grade, and we're still friends to this day. It's like, okay, I'm still experiencing them in this season of my life as well, too. We may not be talking as much anymore, but we're still experiencing each other. We're still showing up for each other and we're still learning for each other. Right. And if somebody leaves, let them leave. Don't force anyone to stay in your life. It's not worth it. Okay. It is not worth fighting somebody to stay in your life, okay? Like, please, I just want to keep reiterating it. Do not force somebody. And another thing I had to learn, too, you cannot love somebody more. You cannot keep loving and loving and loving in the hopes that they'll see how much you love them and stay. Don't do yourself that disservice. If someone wants to leave your life, let them leave. If someone wants to stay in their life, they will stay and they will let you know that they want to stay. All right? Let's see. Number nine discipline outweighs motivation and this is a really tough um pill to swallow right now like i'm in the gym and i've been in the gym for like about like a year and a half two years like consistently um i used to be in the gym way more when i was like younger like i was doing jujitsu and i was doing weightlifting like really early on in like early high school late middle school and i was doing conditioning and everything like that so like i've been pretty active for a good amount of my life so, but I really started doing the gym, like, really consistently for the past two years. And you really need discipline. I can be as motivated as I want to go to the gym, but some days I'm just not going to have that motivation, right? And I need that discipline to get me out that door into the gym and, like, into a goblet squat or into, like, <laughs> or into like um, a lap pull down or something like that. Discipline always motivation. This can also be applied to, like, school as well. Like, you need that discipline to sit down and really, like, study. Like, studying, sorry, especially being in a stomach in a STEM major, sitting down and looking at all those words, especially if you're just getting the material from your professor. Oh my God. It's such a hard thing to do to just sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to study, 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 study. One thing for this though, that I do want to tell you, like a study tip I do, I do the Pomodoro, Pom the P method. I call it the P method because I cannot pronounce it, but it's like 25, 25 or like 50, 50. So you study for 25 and then you take a break for five or 25, depending on how much you need to recharge. And then you just keep going. Usually I do like 25, five, 25, five. Uh, so 25 minutes studying, five minute break, 25 studying, five minute break. And I'll do that for like an hour, hour and a half. And that really helps me. It really does. Um, yeah. Number 10, be yourself. Those meant to be in your life will be. I know like growing up, um, 
I kind of, I didn't, I don't want to say struggled, but I kind of did have a lot of questions when it came to like growing up as like a black girl and now still growing up as a black woman in America, especially like with everything that was going on in the most pivotal time in my development. Like you see, you saw like a lot of shootings, you saw a lot of, you know, girls like being very sexualized like I know like if I went to school like I went to school one time and I wore tights and I kept getting dress coded because I was wearing tights because like I am a bit like on the my thighs are a bit thicker than like you know like average <laughs> so like every time that I wore tights I would always get dress coded or something along those lines and I was like growing up I was like what is this or like sometimes like I have really curly hair so sometimes when I was straighten my hair I'd get way more compliments than when my hair was curly or like um I get more compliments when my hair was curly than straight it was like a big like it always switched it always flip-flopped or also um ever being told oh you're too black or or you're too white or or you're too you're too ghetto you're too hood or you're too proper like hearing that my entire life it's just like okay who am I <laughs> right but be yourself you don't have to like you know change who you are right be unapologetically yourself if you like video games and you're a nerd and you like your anime I'm talking about myself right now I'm putting myself on blast keep liking those things right people that automatically like those things are going to gravitate to you and honestly those are some of the best relationships I'm not gonna lie these nerds out here <laughs> they are such good friends <laughs> and I say nerds very lovingly I'm not saying it degradingly. I'm saying it very lovingly. I'm a, I'm a nerd. I'll call myself that. My sister calls me a nerd. My brother calls me a nerd. Hell, my mom calls me a nerd sometimes. I don't care. I take it and I wear it with pride, a badge of honor, if I do say so myself. <laughs> but yeah, just be yourself, especially those um, my high school listeners and people going into college or just still trying to navigate just college life. Just be yourself. Right. That's like the best thing you can do to, for yourself. <clears throat> Number 11, you aren't them and they aren't you. So don't compare. Right. I think I talked about this. I talked about this last episode. I'm talking about like divine timing and don't compare yourself. Um, you aren't them and they aren't you. Right. You are your own person. You are on your own timeline. You have your own divine timing. You have your own little quirks that make you so uniquely you and make you better in some ways than the person that you're probably even comparing yourself to. I remember I had a lot of these conversations growing up with people. And sometimes I still do. And it's just like, I'm doing so much. Like I'm doing like so much just to try to be on the same level of somebody else. And then we'd have a conversation or something like that. And they're just like, Aliyah, I wish I was you. And I was like, you're insane. What are you talking about? You assure me like, I wish I was you. Like you genuinely like you have it all. Da, da, da. And I was like, no. I don't like genuinely I wish I had like your tenacity I wish I had like you know your ambition stuff like that like I wish I had like your heart and I, I this is a genuine conversation that I had with somebody in middle school this was like a seventh grade conversation I still think about them sometimes but you know whatever and yeah so just don't compare you aren't them and they aren't you don't compare you're on your own divine timeline you um divine timeline you're, you have your own divine timing you're on your own timeline just embrace that and accept that and just you know, go at your own pace. You're you. You're going to have your own things that you do in this lifetime. They're going to have their own things that you do in this lifetime. And just because you see somebody else in your life that you're trying to strive to be has everything put together behind closed doors, nine out of 10 times, it's not always the case. Right. So focus on you, focus on what you want and just be the biggest advocate for yourself. Advocate for yourself, do things for yourself and do good for yourself and onto others. Right. But don't compare. Um, 
quality over quantity. And this goes into so many things like friends, you know, food, <laughs> things, items, clothes. I think um, I think my mom, she said this one time. She's like, one good jeans is better than like a thousand ones that just rip up on you. You know what I mean? Or like same thing with friends. Like a small group of friends is way more beneficial and way more better for you than like a huge group. You know what I mean? Quantity over quality. Um I think this was something my mom used to tell me um, when I used to tell her about like, oh, I don't like, I don't know how to keep friendships or da da da. Like, I don't know how to be good in friendships, and she was just like, you know what, quant like quantity over quality. That was something that's not quantity over quality. Quality over quantity. I just lied to you again. I'm so sorry. Quality over quantity. It's better to have like at least like two to three like good friends rather than like a whole group of friends that you just you know you don't really connect with, you don't really like you know vibe with or just like feel you know or like feel good about hanging up hanging around with so quantity <laughs> quality over quantity i keep mixing the two up but you know what i mean number 13 invest in a good skincare routine and use sunscreen use your sunscreen even if you're not gonna like go to the beach or anything like that go use sunscreen on your face it's those uv rays all right it's not the sun it's not Mr. Sun up there. No, no, no. It's not how bright it is. It is those invisible little UV rays that are going to, you know, mess up your skin. Uh, you can get skin cancer from that. Not to scare you, but amen, say amen. I'm not a dermatologist, but just heed, heed my warnings. That's all I'm going to say. Right now, my skincare routine, it, in, um, it includes like a cleanser, a moisturizer, uh, sunscreen, and like this like Korean like Snail 74 serum is really good. It leaves me really dewy. So I'll use like a cleanser. I use CeraVe cleanser and moisturizer. And I've seen such like a huge difference in my skin. Also, sometimes like once or twice a week, I'll use this. Um, it's not really like a cream, but it's more so like a wash. It's like an acne wash. It's called um, Panoxyl. And it's like a body acne, like a face acne wash. So it's like, I'll do that like once or twice a week on like my face if I have like any like you know, like blaring issues <laughs> or like if I have any like back knee or sometimes like that, I'll just rub it on like while I'm showering and stuff like that for like a good like minute or so. And it's really good. It really clears you up. So invest in a really good skincare routine and generally please use sunscreen. I use black girl sunscreen. I think I use a 50 FPS SPF. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that was terrible. I used the 50 SPF for the black girl sunscreen. It's really good. You can find it in Target. It's like 12 bucks. Um, a little bit does go a long way. And I'll say that a lot with a lot of skincare products. You don't need a lot of products on your face. But yeah, invest in a good skincare routine. Especially for my girlies that like to wear makeup. Your skincare makes all the difference with how your makeup shows up on your face. I don't personally wear like too much makeup nowadays. Just because like I generally just don't have time <laughs> anymore. Or like I just got really too lazy to. I never really was a big makeup girly in middle school or like high school. But like the most I'll do now is like, you know, like my little mascara, my little blush here and there. But yeah, for my girlies that do like a full face and stuff like that, shout out to y'all. Y'all look gorgeous. I love it. Makeup is truly like an art form to me. And like, I'm low-key so jealous sometimes when women can do such beautiful pieces. I want to say pieces of work, but like beautiful like designs on their face and stuff like that. It's so gorgeous. But yeah, invest in a good skincare routine. Number 14, get a therapist. <laughs> It is worth it. It is so worth it. Please get a therapist. Even if you feel like nothing is wrong with you or if you haven't gone through anything traumatic in your life and everything is like, what do, what do people say? Honky dory. <laughs> it's so fun to say that. It is so fun to say that. 
don't know. I I heard somebody. I went to the store the other day when I went to Publix, and then there was this like this couple, and she was just like, "Oh, babe, look, there's spinach," and he's like, "Oh, well, isn't that hunky dory?" And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I had to I had to walk away. I had to walk away really quickly because I wasn't expecting that. I'm sorry, I had to throw that into the podcast because that was really funny. It's been sitting on my head for a couple of days and it's just so funny to me. <laughs> but yeah, get a therapist. I'm a huge ag um like advocate for therapy. Um even if you feel like you haven't gone through anything really hard, it's nice to just talk things out. You know, it's nice to have somebody that you can vent to. And of course, you have like loved ones and everything like that. But it feels a little bit differently when you have like a non-biased perspective to be able to vent to and talk to about situations. Um, especially if you guys, um, the ones that are listening, if you are in college, your university should have free mental health services. I know for my FAU students, we have this thing called CAPS and it's on top of our breezeway and it's like free therapy, right? Just sign up for that. That's really good. They have group therapy and they have individual therapy. And hey, if you don't like it, you don't have to go past. But I do recommend everyone doing therapy, especially if you're planning on having kids. And this is going to be a whole separate episode. I already have it planned out. But talking about going through therapy before you have children, especially before you're trying to start a family or like if you're in a long-term relationship, do therapy, right? If it's not for you, then like, you know, couples like counseling and stuff like that. Like I truly feel like therapy is a really good thing and it's just stop being stigmatized and demonized, especially in our black community. But that's a whole different episode, right? But that's a little sneak peek. So yeah, get therapy. I, um, I really like BetterHelp, especially because my scholarship pays for BetterHelp for me. And it's amazing. I really love it. God bless. Um, But yeah, you can choose um, your therapist. If you don't like them, you can switch them. You can set, you know, meetings on your own time. You have Zooms, you have phone calls. You can always text them whenever you want. I have this lovely therapist. We just we text here and there. We talk to each other about our weeks and stuff, you know, or it's like sometimes whenever I go back to talking to her um, over like a FaceTime call. Uh, like my hair changes like every two weeks so I know one um one week I had like passion twists and now this week I have like I have mini twists I did mini twists on my hair and I know when I talk to her later this week she's gonna be like oh my goodness you changed your hair again and I'm gonna be like yes (laughs) ma'am but yeah it's really good especially when you develop a really nice relationship with your therapist so I do recommend therapy um number 15 this one was like a little mantra i did for myself when i was younger but you've got to love the hell out of this girl while you're trying to become that girl right and this stems from me still trying to heal parts of my inner child that has been really traumatized and damaged and hurt and just abused right and just me right now the me that's sitting down and recording this podcast and looking at this crazy recording thing and just hit my mic with my finger i need to remember to slow down and be gentle with myself and be peaceful with myself and to just love myself in this season of my life see see we're, we're bringing things back and forth here we're connecting we're connecting the dots i just hit the mic again right you gotta love the hell out of this girl or this guy while you're trying to become that girl or that guy that you're trying to be right? You need to be so unapologetically in love with yourself and not in a narcissistic way, but you just got to love and pour into yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Understand that this entire life thing is a process and a huge learning curve, right? And I don't know. I just like saying it. Love the hell out of yourself right now. Just in every like form of the word, every form of the phrase, 
Just love yourself now. Love the way that, you know, you wake up in the morning and you make your bed as soon as you get up, right? Or like love the way that you're so disciplined with the gym or love the way that you show up for your family or just love the way that you are trying right now. You are trying your best and that's the best thing that you can do for yourself every single day, right? So that when you get to that spot in your life that you want to be, when you get to that era in your life where you're extremely, extremely proud of yourself, you can look back and be like, you know what? I took good care of myself as I was trying to get here. Right. The love that you have for yourself should not be conditional. It should be unconditional. And it sh you should not only start to love yourself and appreciate yourself when you get to that era of your life where you're successful or you have like this, this and this planned out from your life goals. You need to be unapologetically and unconditionally loving yourself now as you get to that era of your life. So, yeah, I don't know. A lot of things being learned at 19 here. <laughs> Number 16, it's OK to say no, no matter someone else's opinion. And boundaries has been a, such a hard thing for me to learn, especially for the past couple of years. I think it took me, I have to say, it took me a good three and a half, three and a half, almost four years to really understand boundaries for myself because I'm such a giving person. Um, I If somebody needs me, I'm there. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to family. And it got to the point where I was losing myself in that. It got to a point where I was not happy. I was being abused. I was being used as a doormat. And it just it just wasn't fun anymore <laughs> to constantly be the one to like have to, you know, deal with that and having to always just say yes because like I'm a daughter or because I'm a, like a cousin or something like that. Like I had to set boundaries. So it's okay to say no, no matter what someone else says. If someone's calling you a terrible person for saying no, so let them call you a terrible person for saying no. You know your heart, you know your boundaries, and at the end of the day, you need to take care of yourself because no one else will. And it's a hard truth, but you need to be your biggest advocate. And I'll always say that for my for you. I'll say that for myself, and I'll say that for you, and I'll say that to anybody that I have this type of conversation with. Be your biggest advocate. Say no. If someone hates it, oh, too well, too bad. <laughs> well, too bad. Too bad, right? Number 17. You're the only one who can make you happy. Who you surround yourself with should only make you happier. And that goes back to, um, I forgot what number it was, but that goes back to another thing I've learned. Um, no one else is responsible for your happiness. No one else is responsible for your healing. No one else is responsible for any, for like any kind of development. You know what I mean? You're responsible for that. You are responsible for your own growth. You're responsible for your own happiness. And the people that you bring into your life are supposed to only add to that. They're not supposed to make you feel whole. Right. Especially um, my young people that are going into relationships or in or just got into a relationship or in long term relationships. You should not be depending on your partner to make you happy because that is a disservice to them and that a relationship and to you. Right. Because one, why are you putting that level of like responsibility on their shoulders? Right. It's not their responsibility to make you happy, to make you feel whole in yourself. It's not their responsibility. Of course, it's like as your partner, they're supposed to like, of course, make you feel happy here and there. Take care of you. And da, da, da. But to make you feel whole and to make you feel like a complete person, that is not their job at all. That is your job. And again, also, that's a huge strain on the relationship. Because once they realize that, you know, you're not stepping up for yourself, you're not making yourself happy, you're not doing the change for yourself. Once they realize that, that's a strain on the relationship, right? Because now it just feels like a parent-child relationship. It feels like they're completely taking a hold and responsibility for your happiness to make you feel like a person when you're not doing it, 
right? And then for yourself, it's like, why are you depending on someone else for your happiness? Why aren't you taking the lead for that? Why aren't you, you know, being an advocate for yourself? Why don't, why do you not want to grow? Why do you want to stay stagnant in this place of not feeling whole? Right. And I just want to leave you with that question. Why are you so comfortable in staying stagnant in your own growth and development? That's also another episode. So be on the lookout for that. (laughs) Number 18, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Right. And this was a mantra I said to myself for a very, very long time or like whenever I was starting to have really deep conversations with friends and, you know, my sibling and even sometimes my cousin. I was just like, I cannot keep pouring from an empty cup. I keep pouring and pouring and pouring and giving myself to so many people that seem to just not care. And it's starting to get to me. It really started to get to me, especially like in my mid-teens. I was so burnt out. I was burnt out with school. I was burnt out with, you know, like all the relationships I was trying to maintain. I was burnt out trying to still be a good daughter in the midst of like a lot of things that was going on with um, between family. And I was so burnt out. I don't even think, I didn't think about feeding myself first. I didn't think about like, you know, taking care of myself. That's the time I really stopped going to the gym and the gym was kind of like, you know, kind of therapy for me. It was kind of very therapeutic and made me feel really good. And that was the time I had to like give that up. And yeah, and I just really had to sit down. It's like, I cannot be the best version of myself for myself and for other people when I keep pouring from such an empty cup. I have nothing to give. And if I have nothing to give, how can I love on the people in my life correctly? How can I love on the people in my life fruitfully? Right. So you cannot pour from an empty cup. Take that time and understand that. And again, be gentle with yourself. Learn what to say. No, understand your boundaries. Right. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot be the best version of yourself. You cannot love on the people in your life the way that you want to love them. How, but how? Like, <laughs> oh my goodness! I was on such a good run. I was saying such like poetic things, and then I just got very tongue-tied. <laughs> but you cannot pour from an empty cup. I'm just gonna leave it like that. Okay, you get what I'm trying to say. And then number nineteen, there are people still waiting to experience you that you haven't met yet. Don't give up. Right. I'll say that one more time. There are people still waiting to experience you that you haven't met yet. So don't give up. Like I said, um, for number 18, I experienced such a huge burnout, just overall academic and everything like that. And I just felt like a shell of myself. And to say that at such like a young age, like not even hitting like 20s or anything like that, just to feel like just to say I felt like such a shell of a person and I felt so drained and I didn't feel like myself. Like that. I was just like, I don't know what to give. I don't feel like I'm a good person. I don't feel like I have anything to give to this world. But um, when I entered college or when I um, entered different friend groups and when I surrounded myself with different people and stuff like that, um, there was an understanding that these like there were people that are still waiting to experience the love that I know that I had in my heart, even though I was so drained and I wasn't myself. The me that was so giving and everything like that, she was still there. The me that was so full of life and stuff, she was still there. She was just tired. And she needed that time to regain and recoup and be around people that could bring that out of her. And, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a bittersweet thing to talk about. It's something that I still think about here and there. But there's people still waiting to experience you. And especially um, for those of you that are thinking, that feel drained, for those of you that don't feel like themselves for those of you that feel like they want to give up just i you're not gonna listen to me 
and you don't have to listen to me, but I hope you do. And I hope you take my words, you know, a little bit seriously, but don't give up. Right. If you feel alone right now, there's somebody still out there waiting and so ready to experience you on your good and your bad. Right. And even I don't know, it's a, this is this is a kind of hard one to talk about because this is something I'm still kind of learning. Um, I'm just going to reiterate it. There are people still waiting to experience you that haven't met you yet. Right. Um, if you're in high school right now and you're about to go into college, you're going to meet a whole slew of new people. If you're leaving a job and going to a new one, you're meeting new people. If you're moving to a new state or a country, you're going to meet new people that are so excited to experience you and understand you and have you in their life. So, yeah, don't give up. Keep pushing. And I just do want to say I am proud of you. So just keep going. There's someone out there that's proud of you and that's going to love you so unconditionally. And yeah. That wraps it up. That has been 19 things I've learned in my teens. This is a really fun episode to kind of just write up and kind of just sit in front of the computer, computer, (laughs) sit in front of the computer and microphone and just record Um, 19 things I've learned in my teens. I've always wanted to do something like this. I know when I used to be on Instagram a lot more, I would do like 17 things I've learned or like 18 things I've learned by my 18th birthday, you know, things like that. I really, really adore door stuff like that i love having broader perspectives and more conversations about things like that especially being so young and being able to have conversations of things i've learned and being able to have like deeper discussions about it i feel like that's such a beautiful thing to do and that's what i want this podcast to be just having just just conversations just real conversations being somebody you know that's just in your ear as you're doing little things here and there throughout your day to day to be able to like you know just bring attention to something that was probably in the back of your head for a while or something that you've been struggling with and I really do hope to grow with you guys and this podcast and just to keep you know having these really real and hopefully relatable conversations I know a lot of the feedback I got from the last conversation was that it was just very relatable and a lot of you guys did feel seen and you guys did feel um connected with the message I had to say and that makes me so incredibly happy you do not understand that makes me so happy so i'm just really really happy to be able to do this and talk to you guys you know through the instagram and everything like that and have these conversations i do have such amazing things planned um the next episode that's supposed to come out i have something very very exciting planned so i really do hope that you stick around to see that more on that will be on the instagram emerentis pod um that's why it's very important to follow that there's some very 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 fun and interesting things in the works guys and there's a lot of things i still want to talk to you guys about and i want to be here for so yeah this is your host alia thompson and this was episode two 19 things i've learned in my teens of the emeritus podcast take care someone loves you be safe Owl Radio is FAU's student-run radio station streaming worldwide on FAUOwlRadio.com. We have shows, DJ on-campus events, give away free concert tickets, and more. Make sure to check us out on social media at FAU Owl Radio.